Welcome to Inspiring Health with Dr. Roxana Gabster, President and CEO of WellSpan Health, as she hosts candid conversations about organizational culture, value, and other pressing issues we face in healthcare and business today. Today on Inspiring Health, I'm thrilled to introduce you to Erin Gillingham, our Senior Vice President and Chief People Officer. Erin joined WellSpan in September 2023 to lead WellSpan's human capital strategy. He'll be developing and executing a comprehensive approach to culture, inclusion, and workforce. Erin's experience spans more than 25 years of human resources leadership experience, and he has experience in different industries, retail, mortgage, and healthcare. Erin, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Roxanne. It's great to be here. You have had a fascinating career journey. From your early career path in retail with Walmart to a people-first leader in healthcare, can you tell our listeners more about what motivated you toward the role you have today? Sure, I'd be happy to, and thanks again for having me. You know, like many of our team members, I started working when I was 16 years old. My first job at Walmart was pushing carts, and I didn't realize that at 18, after I left to go to college, that I would actually come back to work for Walmart. It was after going through the management training program and then helping to run stores in southern Minnesota that I was given the opportunity to work at the corporate office in Arkansas. And that's really where I got my start in human resources. I've been very fortunate to have experience in a number of industries, as you mentioned, in retail and financial services and healthcare. And I spent 18 years in for-profit companies before joining a not-for-profit organization in 2013 at Ohio Health. I wish I could say that my experience in healthcare or my reason for coming to healthcare was become because of some sort of life-changing event, but it wasn't. I got a call from a recruiter one day, and um, and I think the rest is history. But what, what really set healthcare apart from me was what I found after I came into healthcare. And, it, and it's specifically in the area of line of sight. I see what I do every day ultimately impacts the customer, which is our patient and their families. Um, and I think it's easy for human resources professionals across healthcare to be able to see how what they do individually also impacts our patients. That is very cool, Aaron. Thank you for sharing that with us. It's always nice to know people's why and why they're here with us. So given the current workforce shortages across the country and across our industry, we have an incredible opportunity, I think, to challenge ourselves in how we think about retaining and attracting a talented, engaged, thriving workforce. At WellSpan, we've recently been named a top employer in Pennsylvania by Forbes as America's best in-state employer, 2023, and by Newsweek as America's greatest workplaces for parents and families. How would you describe our health system's focus on differentiating as an employer of choice? It's a great question. First off, um, it's an honor to work for an organization that pays very close attention to how we rank among our competitors and how we rank within general industry in the state of Pennsylvania. These recognitions don't come by accident, um, and they're important to our strategy in terms of how we go out and find our future workforce as well. You know, a lot has changed over the past several years uh, due to COVID, but it's important to point out that for positions such as nursing, we're already experiencing huge shifts and shortages in this workforce. COVID has really only exacerbated that problem. In addition, prior to COVID, healthcare really didn't consider companies like Walmart or a local convenience store as a competitor, but they are today. We've done a lot of great things over the past several years to stay competitive, such as market increases and moving our minimum wage to $17 an hour, which I think is great. But that's not enough. 
We've got to continually integrate strategies to retrain and uh, attract a diverse workforce and really encourage our current workforce to celebrate our organization as a great employer. You know, one example of how organizations are doing that is through our referral program. And in bringing a couple of metrics from my last organization, we, we found that our referrals had better than a 90% retention rate across the organization. And for those that referred people to the organization, that was above 90% as well. And so what we need to do with that information is look for special strategies that we can put in place in order to make sure that we're not only attracting folks to the organization, but folks are going to stay there in the long term as well. Being recognized as a top employer aligns with our mission and our ongoing commitment to our people to continually ensure that they have the capabilities to consistently thrive in their roles. But we also know that we have to reinvest in our frontline leaders as well. And, you know, one of the things that I saw early in COVID is that, you know, a certain level of our management was almost lost during COVID because a lot of our front leaders had to all of a sudden transition into line positions uh, right after COVID happened. And one of the things that I've noticed in healthcare is that we've done a very slow job of allowing those supervisors to come back into their roles. And so investing in those team members and ensuring that they've got the skills to be able to move forward in those roles that they were supposed to have previously that they now must have again is an important, very important thing for us to do. Aaron, that's really interesting to think about, uh, you know, those who refer and then those who come in as a referral. And I know a number of people in our organization that are really proud to have in their office or in their space a boomerang, meaning they were here and they left and they came back uh, and they came back for the culture and the people. So it's wonderful. As a top employer, we recognize that we have to continually deliver on our brand promise to our teams on securing their commitments and on making sure that they're better off in their professional journey with WellSpan. How would you describe the importance of a robust total rewards package for our team members? You know, as one of the largest employers in the area, it comes with great responsibility, um, not just as, as a large healthcare employer, but also as a large employer in the area too. We must not only have the pay and benefit programs to be able to, to attract and retain people into this industry, but also to move them from other industries into ours as well. And this concept of personalization is incredibly important for the organization, not just from a clinical perspective, but also from an employment perspective as well. And ensuring that our benefit programs are not only competitive, but they also give choice to those individuals who participate in them as well. For example, a nurse who has recently graduated has different needs uh, from a benefits perspective than a nurse who has been in the industry for 25 years or more. And so it's really making sure that our programs are tailored to those individuals uh, to, in order to make sure that we're seen as that employer of choice in the area. Yeah, it's such a differentiator in value for our workforce. You know, we're consistently looking through our engagement surveys and other sources of team member data to make sure that we um, are hearing the voices and understanding what it is people would like to see with our total rewards package. Um, we know they want to be treated as unique individuals, getting to that personalization that you just talked about. How do you think our total rewards package can achieve that goal for our team members, Aaron? Yeah, first off, this is going to be a multi-year strategy. Uh, we're going to make small steps in the beginning, and then we'll start to take larger steps as we as we get more experience and we have the resources to be able to to start to take larger steps. We recently launched a new and what I think is an innovative service called Wealthy to support our team members who become caregivers for a loved one in their personal lives by offering administrative and logistical support for them. 
We've also continued to make investment in our team members. And over the last couple of years since COVID, we have invested more than $245 million in our team members since the beginning of the pandemic. And just this last year, through the addition of the doula option for our our team members, as well as uh, additional adoption assistance, this represents an additional million dollars of investment. And further, as I mentioned previously, we increased our minimum wage to $17 an hour, and we also made associated increases for other qualifying team members as well through merit increases and other types of market adjustments. We're also committed to supporting learning, development, and growth of our team members through our tuition assistance benefits starting later this year. These are just a handful of the many benefits we've designed to meet our team members' individual needs here at WellSpan, and we'll continue to offer a leading benefits package based on our ongoing research of the market. In terms of coverage quality, cost, and benefit options compared to other employers. Aaron, that's really outstanding. I know our WellSpan team has an unwavering commitment to advancing the health of our communities, truly living our values, fulfilling our vision. And as one of the largest employers, our commitment to our team is to make sure that we have their best interests at heart. We're really working and looking forward to meeting their needs in the total rewards package. How do you think our mission, vision, and values serve as a North Star to guide and support our workforce transformation efforts? Another great question. Um, First off, I think our mission, vision, and values really help to center us from a North Star perspective. We know that our team members are our cheerleaders in the community. um, And it's those great experiences they talk about to their friends and family members when they're sitting around the picnic table on the weekends. And it's through those experiences that I think those will help to propel us as an employer of choice in the area. You know, individuals should have great experiences, whether they're going through the application process or they're a new hire, they go through the onboarding. One of the things that the team is really going to be focused on over the next year or so is really making sure that we are enhancing that team member experience. One of the ways that we're going to be doing that is through Project Connect. Um, and ensuring that we have a much more streamlined process from the, from the moment that someone comes in as an applicant to the moment that they're hired, and then really creating that surprise and delight experience once they come through the front doors. That's great, Aaron. And I know our industry will only continue to change at a rapid pace. Uh, we're on a, a trajectory of continual transformation and high reliability in the impact that we bring to our workforce and for our patients. We've talked about some of the major challenges and opportunities for our workforce in the near term, but I'm interested in your thoughts on the long-term future of the healthcare workforce. Where do you see this in 10 or 20 years, uh, if we can even see that far ahead? You know, Roxanne, it's hard for me to see ahead to tomorrow some days. I know that our team members feel the same, you know, particularly as they're, you know, experiencing record volumes coming into our hospitals. But as I think about the next 20, 10 to 20 years, um, we have to look at how much things have changed just over the past three. Um, and you look at the three years prior to that, how much they changed there. You know, so the next 10 to 20 years is going to be about change. But I think it's having to balance just a couple of different things. One, technology is going to play an incredible role in our future as an organization and how we use that technology to, to be able to help leverage our workforce. You know, we're just beginning now to see the impact of AI and other areas such as ChatGPT. And from a workforce challenge perspective, um, as I mentioned, those are just going to continue to compound themselves. You know, BLS reported just recently at the beginning of September that there will be 4.7 new jobs over the next 10 years. And 45% of those new jobs are kind of going to come out of healthcare. 
And so if you think about those types of needs with our aging workforce and also now that we're caring for baby boomers even more, it's those needs that we're going to have to be able to, to figure out how we, um, how we bridge that gap uh, is going to be some of our biggest challenges for the organization. It's going to require us to rethink how we get work done, how we care for our patients. But I think those challenges are going to be fun, and I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, that's great. Well, hey, that's all the time we have for today. Aaron, thank you very much for joining me on this episode of Inspiring Health and for all of the work that you're doing to help us advance the health and well-being of our people, as well as our friends and neighbors across the region. Please join us for the next episode of Inspiring Health.